All right, I want to welcome you to this week's edition of the Galley Podcast. I am glad you're with me. Today, it's all about groups. That's what we're going to talk about is groups today, so stay tuned. Hey, this is Joey, discipleship minister and host of the Galley Podcast. I'm glad you are joining me for this week. And please hit the subscribe button to make sure that you get every episode. I'm excited about this week's edition. If you would like to make suggestions about topics for the future episodes, please email me at joeyatgalley.org. Now, let's get to this week's episode. All right, I want to welcome you back to the Galley Podcast. Today is episode 19, and we are... I'm uh, going to be talking about uh, groups specifically um, and trying to answer some questions about groups, why we do them, uh, what are they about, um, try to continue to make give some clarity as to, to groups and stuff. So that's kind of on the docket for today. As you can see, um, I'm in a different location. I'm trying something new here. I've even tried making something pretty behind me. You like that? Those of you who are watching the podcast, uh, you, can, you can see that I've tried to make things pretty, um, but you know. A guy did it, so it can't be great. But anyways, I got some coffee, and I'm ready to go. So I want to thank you for joining me again this week. Last week, we did not have the podcast. Uh, as some of you um, may know, or, or maybe you're experiencing this yourself, we are currently in the midst of uh, getting back into school. For the last um, last week was the first week for my, my daughter back in school. My wife's a teacher. She's been in school for a couple weeks now. But it was the first week for us to get our daughter back in school and they have a new schedule and it was and we're also doing digital learning right now because that's our county um so you know it was a lot of getting uh settled in uh and so this week we had to be back because um as you can see um we're kind of back at things um still doing digital learning but uh, she's with mama today at school digitally sitting there but anyways I digress. So today we're going to talk about groups. Um, first off, um, let me just state the obvious. Um, if you've been around our church, you may um, already know this. Uh, then again, you may not. Um, and that is just that um, due to COVID and the season we're in, our normal Wednesday night programming is kind of uh, changing this fall. In in the past, um, especially Wednesday night, in the past we've had classes um, at, or actually we used to have a service, and then last fall we started having classes. We felt like people really uh, uh, engaged that. We had dinner, uh, children's program, student ministry stuff. So, um, but obviously because of COVID and the concerns of of that, we've had to sort of um, rethink it. And and you know, let me start by saying this because I think this is really important for us to understand. That happens, right? I mean, life happens, and and I know that sometimes change is not always great, and Quite frankly, I'm a firm believer that nobody likes change, that everyone has a change that they would hate. But the reality is is that sometimes we are faced with challenges. And one of the things I'm excited about this fall is I think we get to face the challenge of COVID and doing church during COVID. And and this allows us to try some new things, right? It allows us to, to, to stretch our wings in a little bit different way. And see how it works, right? So uh, I know that that for some people, you know, it's it's a maybe unnerving, or for some people it may be scary. 
or quite frankly, for some people, they just don't like it because it's different and, you know, they want their the way they've always done it. And, and I, trust me, I get that because there's definitely some comfort and that's the way you like it. So um, this, but what I think is great is I think we get to sort of face down a new challenge and try some new things, try some different things. Um, and I think that's awesome. I think that's a great opportunity for us. And so we're doing that this, this fall. Um, even though our normal Wednesday night programming and midweek programming won't look the same, that does not mean that we don't still have opportunities for people to get into the Word, to get into the Scriptures, um, and uh, begin to grow. Because we are absolutely committed to helping people um, grow in their faith. And so just because we may not have the normal thing that we used to do, it doesn't mean that we don't have options. So... That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk a little bit about those options. I kind of want to give some vision for groups. I want to help you understand maybe what they are and what they're not. Okay, let's, let's talk about what they are and let's talk about what they're not. And then let's, let's have some, some discussion about why we do them. Um, and we're, we're also, I want to talk a little bit about um, some types of groups that we have out there. Okay, so this will either be really informative for a lot of people and interesting or it will not be. But I will have fun because I get to talk about the thing that I get excited about. And, I, and that's the first thing I want to get off my chest here um, or, or share, which is that I love discipleship. I love discipleship. I love um, getting in groups. You know, and this is one of the things that I think is true and one of the experiences I've had with people, which is that I, um, people are different, right? I mean, God has wired people differently. Um, and there's certain elements and things about church life that resonate resonate or connect with some people and may not with other people. So for instance, there are a lot of people out there who the favorite their favorite part of church, what they love about the Christian life is the opportunity to serve because they love to help people, right? And that's you know and, and while they, they go to Bible study or while they may show up at a worship service, for them like what they really connect with is serving, right? They love that. And and that's not net evil, right? That's how God wired them. And so wired, and, and so they need to find those outlets to be able to serve. Now, they need to be in worship with the body of Christ. They need to be studying the scriptures because those things inform how we serve. But um, we have service opportunity. That's just where they are. They, the service matters to them. For some people, it's worship, right? Some people, it, it is um, just the worship um, and what we do in a service that really resonates with them, right? They love to sing the songs. They love the emotions that come with that. That's their favorite part of church. That's that for them is what makes them feel like they've been at church, right? So there's going to be you know people who are um, who do that. For me, you know, full disclosure, it's being in a group. I love the thing that kind of resonates the most for for me is sitting um, in a living room around having some discussions with people about the scriptures, um, having dinner with people, or having dessert with people, and just spending that time in the comfort of that environment. So that's me. I like that better than I like standing in a class and lecturing. That's not to say that that kind of class of stuff is not important or valuable. It's just that's not what resonates with me. But yet, there are some people that that does, right? That's their preferred method. That's what connects with them. That's what they're comfortable with. That's, And so um, I think the first thing that we need to understand 
is that when it comes to, to groups, um, first off, that we, that our groups need to and are try, we're trying to have them reflect what we feel like is our calling in our church. And that is to be a church for everyone. And so while we have worship services that, that are different, and we do that because, again, we have an environment where, you know, people can come and find their variety and the thing that resonates and connects with them, we also do this with groups. We need groups that, affect, that are filled with variety um, in order so that people can find that variety, right? Because not everybody is the same. People get connected. We have service opportunities the same way. We have worship that's different, and we should have groups that are different, not just in their study material, but maybe even in their format and in their style because, again, people are different, and we want to be able to connect with everyone no matter um, kind of their preference, uh, and so we provide different kind of group opportunities. Again, it, it may be that uh, someone who's a bit older prefers to sit in a more traditional, what we call Sunday school class. That's fantastic, right? Um, that's what resonates with them. Or you may have a person like myself who would prefer to be more connected to, um, you know, being there with, with others. So, you know, we, we have these different options, right? We do these different things, and we want to make sure that um, we have these different varieties. So, anyways, the other thing, the other thing that we have to understand before we talk about groups is this. We have to, I want to start kind of with a foundational thing, and that is that we have to start with um, the reality that our, um, we have to start with our mission and vision. That's what I'm trying to say, and specifically our mission. Our mission as a church, if you've been around at any length of time, you may have heard it, seen it, know it, and that is simply we exist to advance the gospel, make disciples, serve all. So that's our way of expressing what we think, um, um, what we think are the um, vision that God, God gave us, Jesus gives us in Matthew 28, which is to go into all the world and make disciples, right? So our expression of that, how we say that, is to advance the gospel, make disciples, serve all. And that is what I always call, tell people, is the big why. That's the big why of what we do. It's the big reason why we uh, try the stuff we do. It's, that is the big why. Okay? And so it should answer the question, why are we do groups? Well, because we want to advance the gospel, make disciples, and serve all. Right? That's, that's why we do that. So our groups, again, are an expression of what we think is... Um, our mission as a church. And of course, Jesus tells us, Matthew 28, go into all the world, make disciples. And then he tells us two things, baptizing in the name of Father and Son, so that's advancing the gospel, right? That's making disciples. Um, and, um, the first half of making disciples. And then to teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you. So disciple making is not just an evangelism part, it's also a learning what Jesus teaches and learning to obey Jesus, right? So that is also... Um, why we um, also want to have these things. So, um, so anyways, so groups become that place where we can um, actually um, uh, do that, right? Groups become that place where we can actually learn to follow Jesus, and 
uh, learn to be and where we make disciples. Because, you know, the reality is, is again, our, our vision, our mission as a church is we want to make disciples. We do not just want to make people who show up, right, not just members. Uh, there's a, there is a difference between a member and an, an actual disciple, okay? There's a difference between an attender and an actual disciple, okay? And so we want to make people who truly want to follow Jesus and learn to obey him. And that's where groups, as I've tried to say, come in. Um, so let's start with, um, I, want to, I want to talk about uh, what a group actually is. Okay, I want to talk about what an actual group is. And I want to, def- I want to give us a, defi- a definition. And the reason why I want to give us a definition of groups is because I think it's important that we understand what we're talking about. And that, that um, uh, definition helps give us a vision and understanding of what, a uh, uh, unified vision of as what we're doing. Like, what is a group? And that helps us sort of fit and understand and have this common view and vision of what, of how disciples are made, and brings us all together. And and I want to do this so that people understand um, this. Okay, so here's here's the thing I want you to know about groups. Okay, here is how I'm going to define we we're going to define a group, or what we're going to be calling connect groups. And let me back up for a second. So. Over the few years, we've had different names, connect groups, Sunday school, connection groups. What we're doing moving forward is we're now bringing all of that stuff under a new heading and a new name called just connect groups. Okay, Just connect groups. Because we believe that disciples are made when they're connected. Okay, So that's part of that vision that we're trying to live out. And so we're bringing all of these different classes and groups underneath the umbrella of connect groups because, again, we want to have a shared vision of what we're doing. Kind of, We also want to make it easy to communicate. We want to make it easy to tell people and help people. If they can understand what we're talking about, they can then get plugged in better. So it's easier for, it becomes easier for us to communicate, it becomes easier for people to understand, and it becomes easier for people to then get plugged in if we try to put everything under a uh, common sort of thing. So. Moving forward, we're bringing everything that uh, classes and groups and stuff from a discipleship standpoint under the umbrella of what we're going to call connect groups. So, what exactly is a connect group? And that's where I want to define. Okay, I think I've got myself. My brain is running in three different ways. I think I've got myself where I want to be now. So, a group, a connect group, is a group where people connect for meaningful relationships around God's word. Okay, so a, a connect group is a, is a group where people connect for meaningful relationships around God's word. This is, this is important. Okay, so that's how I'm defining and how we're going to define what a connect group is. So what is a connect group? A connect group is a group of people who are connected, getting, who, where people connect for meaningful relationships, and they do so around the scriptures. Okay, so... There's some important things that I want us to understand. Number one, let's talk about what that definition does not say. And that's important. Okay, What does our definition not say? Um, I, I, I want you to notice right at the very beginning that that definition is rather broad. And that's on purpose. Like, it's, a, it's on purpose. And so there are things that that definition doesn't say. Not because they're not, they're, you know, they're not, they're, they're not important. They don't say it because if we 
define groups too narrowly, then it, it begins to get convoluted. So if we open things up, we, we allow people to and give a broader definition. If we start to be too narrow, then people begin to feel like they can't be as involved. Because here's the other thing, too. Like, if we narrow down our def definition too much, then people may not want, well, if, if a group means that I've got to sit in a house and lead a discussion, I don't want to participate in that. That's not what resonates with me. Uh, or if, uh, if a person says, well, I, I, don't, I want to lead a, lead a group, but I don't want to lec lecture. I, can't, I don't want to be a lecturer. I just, I, I just want to sort of, I want to have people in my home, but I, I can't. Then they can't, right? So it begins to sort of keep people from evolving. But if we have a unified vision and a broad enough definition, people now can sort of find their own way. Oh, I can do that, right? A connect group means being with people in meaningful relationships and doing so around God's word. Man, I can have a connect group at, at my work with people that I work with because we can start to have meaningful relationships and I can bring in God's word and I can begin to teach them the scriptures and teach them whether to obey Jesus for the first time or to help them continue to follow Jesus, right? So it's important you notice what is not mentioned. Here's some things that are not mentioned in our definition because I don't want our groups to be too, so narrowly defined that people can't get in them. So number one, notice that it is not about a number, right? It's not about a number. We're not saying that groups are small. We're not saying that groups are large. Groups has come in all sizes. Right? Some are small, some are large. Some have three, four, five, to eight, ten people. Some of them may have 30 people in them. Right? It, it's not necessarily about a size. Number two, it's not about a location. Right? It's not, well, they only meet in homes, or they only meet at the church, or they only meet here, or only meet there. We have not defined a location because groups can happen in any kind of environment. They can happen at work. Connect group can happen uh, after a little league game. Connect group can happen on Friday mornings in a, a coffee shop, or connect group can happen Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Right? So, again, we're broadening everything. The, the other thing, notice, it doesn't say anything about style either. So, some connect groups can study the Bible with discussion, where we open the scriptures and we read and we discuss. Some connect groups can open up the Bible and have someone teach in a more traditional lecture style of teaching. Right? Or more more of that, yeah, more lecture style kind of teaching, right? You can do that as well. So notice that none of those things, location, number, style of teaching, um, who can be in those groups, we're not, we're not limiting those things. Because honestly, those things can change because different people resonate with different things. Some people want to be in a class that's lecture. Some people want to be in a home that's discussion-based. It doesn't, right? So it resonates with different people. We want to have, be able to have that variety so that be, people can find their way in. But what the definition, I think, does have that is important are the two things that are important for discipleship. Okay? The first being relationships. We need places where people can experience true relationships. Okay? We need people to find places where they can belong where they can be accepted, where they can be loved, where they can be cared for, where they can have accountability even, 
right, where people can challenge them. Or when they're not at group or they're not at church, someone's there to go, I didn't see you. What's going on, right? So we, so we need these places and these environments where, where people are experiencing accountability, they're experiencing belonging, they're experiencing care from one another, right? They need these kind of places because they're essential for, for relationships. Jesus, Jesus taught both from a lecture standpoint, but also around a campfire, right? He used a variety of methods, but he always tried to do things relationally because real discipleship takes place in the context of relationship. The other thing, too, is around God's word, right? And the second thing, and the most important thing, it's around the scriptures, right? We, Jesus says, go into all the world, make disciples. He says, teaching them everything I've commanded you. Well, we have what Jesus commanded us to do in the scriptures, right? So, the scriptures become the focal point that we all are gathering around that our relationships are doing, right? So what we're not saying is we're not saying a group of people will get together for coffee and just hang out as a connect group, right? That, that's, that's fine if people do that, but that's not necessarily a connect group because we're not necessarily around the scriptures. Now, you want to bring the scriptures into that. You want to begin to start to study them together and talk about them. Then we've created ourselves a connect group. Right? So notice what the definition has and what it doesn't have. So what this definition does is this allows us to, to offer groups during the week. It also allows us to offer groups Sunday morning. Um, and so I know some people, um, especially people who particularly love their Sunday school, what, what I want to be clear about with them, okay, what I want us to be clear on is that they're not going away and they're not changing. Like, our Sunday schools will still continue to, to be here on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Those teachers are still going to be teaching. Those classes will still be available. Those, we're just essentially changing a name, right? We're essentially changing a name. Instead of calling them Sunday school from now on, we're going to call them connect groups. And that's the umbrella we're putting them under. Now, let me say this, too. If you or your class or your teacher or whoever still calls that thing Sunday school, great. That's whatever. Whatever floats your boat, right? I mean, I don't care, right? I just, it's, it's, that's fine. We do this just to know that as we move forward, as we begin to, to advertise and we begin to change, we're going to say we have connect groups that meet all week long. We have connect groups that meet on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. here on our, on our campus, and we have connect groups that meet throughout the week, both some on our campus on Summon homes, and you're free to join whichever one you want to. In fact, in our current right now, excuse me, right now we are in the midst of doing group signups. Part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast on this. And so, when you sign up for a podcast, if you go to our our link, which I'm going to post at the bottom of this, and I'll, I'll share, uh, we'll, we'll share through our social media platforms right now, and is you'll you'll find that on there. You'll find connect. You can sign up for a connect group that meets on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. You you can do that. So if you're not in a Sunday, you're not currently participating in one of our groups on Sunday morning. You can't. You can do that. You can sign up for it right there because maybe that's the thing. Or if you get on there and you're like, you know what, I've already I'm either already in one or I don't really want to come that early or you know I don't want to stay late. Whatever it is, whatever it is. That's again, that's your prerogative. It's totally fine. And you say, well, but I would love to have a group. Uh, join a group that meets Tuesday mornings. Well, we have one. We have one. Tuesday morning meets. Whoa, see me? I'm knocking my microphone over. Right here on, on, uh, on our campus. We have one, right? 
So um, you, can, you can sign up for those. We're trying to get some online groups. And so one of the things I will say is we have one current online group that is going to be meet, but I know that some of you maybe you're a little nervous about still meeting a person or maybe you physically can't because of, uh, of the of, um, mandates and stuff. Totally fine. Uh, one of the things that, that I want to also make clear is we can start groups anytime. We can have groups going at any time. You don't necessarily have to wait for whatever schedule we put them on. Feel free to reach out to me, joeyagalley.org, and say, hey, I'd love to start an online group with some people. Fantastic. Or I'm going to. Fantastic, right? So you don't necessarily have to, um, you know, uh, wait for a particular time. I, I'm, we, even though those are the groups we have currently, I'll, we'll gladly add more groups. We'll gladly get those out there, um, and people can be able to check them out. So... All right. Um, now let me talk a little bit. About, so those are connect groups, right? So connect groups are about connecting in meaningful relationships around God's Word. And you can find those, you know, again, we've got a listing of them. If you go to what we call Galley Connect, which is our online platform, you can get through it to it through galley.org. You can, if you can either log in, you don't have to log in, right on the front page, login page, there's a, a group section. It says find a connect group. You can click on there. And it'll give you all of our current groups that are meeting, all, or all of our groups that are currently available for you to join. Okay? And so you can do that right now. You can go and do that today. You can stop this thing and go on there and do that. So, um, uh, or you can just log in, and you can also look at groups. Now, let me say this. really want to make it important is um, specifically some of our groups, non-Sunday morning groups, Okay, because our Sunday morning group, because they are here on our campus, because they have a bit more space, we can, we can apply more people. But be aware that a lot of our in-home groups have limits. Okay, so because of social distancing and, and the like, we want to make sure that our groups um, are respectful to the guidelines set to, to us by the, by the government and by our health officials. So uh, our groups have limited space for in-home. That's in-home groups have limited space. Um, and so, you know, you want to make sure that you sign up, sign up quickly, uh, because once space is full, that group falls, uh, will close, okay? Um, and so we want to make, sh make sure you know that. Um, we, again, we want to be respectful to our health officials and the guidelines they've asked us to do. At the same time, we want to be respectful to the fact that there are people in our church that, um, you know, are, want to, are, are concerned, have concerns, and want to make sure that we and our groups are safe environments that they can participate in, okay? So because of that, our groups have limits. Our groups also have been given a set of COVID-19 safety guidelines, things that we're going to ask groups to follow while they're in there, okay? And mainly those guidelines have to do with the possibility and potentiality of someone coming in contact or being exposed and how we'd like for those to participate or how we'd like for them to act in case that happens. Okay. Now, as of now, let me just say this, masks are optional per, for groups, both in person here at the church or in person in someone's home. We're, we're going to allow groups to sort of, and individuals, make the free choice. They can either wear it or not wear it. Um, I would say to you, especially if you're a leader, but anyone in our church, to be mindful of the fact that other people around you 
may not feel as comfortable with people not wearing masks. So if a person in their group expresses that concern, I think the right thing to do for us as followers of Jesus is to lovingly respect our brother and maybe do what they've asked us to do or, or whatever. But anyways, that's for groups to decide, individuals decide. And I would just simply say that, as I said a few weeks ago, I think this applies for groups, and I think it also applies for social media, which is that in all things love, right? In all things love, we need to be loving and gracious to one another. This is a non-salvation issue, so let's be respectful to one another and loving towards one another. We can have difference of opinion on this. It's fine. Okay? Now, let me address uh, another thing, too, I want to share with you guys about uh, students and children. Now, first off, uh, for those of you who have students and children, you may already know this stuff, but I do want to go ahead and say real quickly. First off, our student program, uh, Galilee Student Ministry, led by uh, Mr. Brian LaRue, they are having uh, programming here on campus Wednesday evening, 6.30. Now, Brian has um, done everything he can to make sure that environment is uh, uh, safe and within the guidelines, again, to respect our health officials and what they've asked us to do. If you haven't been in our gym lately, it's quite cool. He actually has, like, daped out this really cool grid where chairs fit in those grids, and they are six feet apart. (laughs) It's, uh, It's actually quite... Uh, cool what he did uh, I commend him for taking the time to do all that um, so anyways that's that's number one the uh, the other thing though let's talk about children in nursery specifically children if you've got a kindergartner uh, through fifth grade um, excuse me I want my coffee um, we are not having those children's programs as we have um, through this through the fall we've we've chosen not to do those but, listen to me, that does not mean that we don't have options for children. So a lot of our, first off, if you're here on Sunday morning, we have children's programming, right? If you're here on Sunday morning, we, we still have some of those children programs, so you can bring your child, they can participate in those. Um, if you are in an in-home group, then, again, when it comes to child care, what we're doing is we're allowing, again, groups and individuals to make that decision for themselves. So we're asking our group leaders to get in touch with their group and have some conversation about Child care, how are you going to handle it? If you don't want it, if, you, if, you're, you know, if our leader and the group decide that they don't want to have it, then that's the prerogative of the group. If the group wants to have it, because maybe they need to, um, they can choose to do that. Now, here's what we'd like to do is we'd like to provide children's material for child care. So if your group um, is like, well, we're, we're going to have our kids with us, we, don't, we need to know what to do, um, and you'd like to find a way to do it, I want you to know that we have committed to providing, um, you know, our children's ministry is committed to providing material for you and for your children. That's true, period. So, like, I mean, even during the week, maybe you're not in a group, you can also do that. But we've, we're um, committed to providing you material so that your group time can also be beneficial for your children, okay? And let me just get on this rant for a quick second, which is, Please remember that the, the children's ministry and student ministry is a tool for us as parents to disciple our children. They are not the be-all, end-all for discipling our children. It is not Brian nor Colin's responsibility to disciple our kids. It's not. It's not. Uh, Brian is not responsible for Addison Reese Dermeyer. It's not. Colin, not responsible for Addison Reese Dermeyer. Okay, when I stand before Jesus at the end of my life, He's not going to look over at Colin and be like, "Dude, you you buck, you didn't do your job. You really messed this up." He's going to look me dead in the eyes because I'm her father. 
Okay? So, parents, listen to me. You and I are the main disciplers of our children. Not Brian, not Colin, not the church. You are. And so, while I, I, I love our children's program, I, you know, I think our guys do a really great, great job. And I realize that this season is going to be challenging because of the simple fact that we don't have, you know, we're not having that children, especially K through fifth grade. This does not mean that this is a season in which your children cannot grow spiritually. It just means that we as parents are going to have to step up our game a little bit, probably. We may have to take a little things by the bull of our horns and take some responsibility and say, you know what, maybe I can't use this particular tool right now, but I can use another one. And again, our church, because our ministries are tools for you to use, we are trying our best to make things available so that even during the season, you can use them. So if you would like to see some, get some of that, just email Colin, Colin at Galilee.org. He will be glad to follow up with you. He will be glad to provide material, some, uh, a weekly discussion guide and Bible story and stuff for that for your children, whether you want to do that at the dinner table with your kids or you guys want to do that in your groups. Now, again, Sunday morning, we still have all of our programming and that stuff's back up and running, and so you're welcome to join those as well. All right, one last thing I want to cover and then I'm going to get off this podcast um, for today, and, and that is something new that we're calling Discovery Groups. If you've been around, you may be familiar with something called Discovering Galilee. We, we, it's a class that we offer um, to help people who are new sort of find their way into our church. Um, and uh, it's really kind of like a front door welcoming thing to allow people to get in. Um, it's been wonderful. One of our, our elders, Tom Kimmel, put that together many years ago. He did a great job. It's loaded with a lot of great information. One of the things that we're doing that we're sort of beta testing, it's a beta test, um, starting this September, is uh, a reform, reformatting of that Discovering Golly into what we're going to call Discovery Groups. And these are, again, groups of people. They're going to meet Monday evenings. Right now, we're going to meet Monday evenings, 7 o'clock, online. And we're going to spend four weeks together. And we're going to just sort of, again, look at the scriptures. And we're going to learn and walk with each other. And this is what we're going to do. So week one, we're going to do something, what I call discover God's story in discovering God's church. So in that week one, we're just going to talk about the discover the, God, the, the gospel. Okay. Be, because again, this is a front door. And I recognize that there may be people who have never surrendered their life to Jesus. And so if that's you and you want to come to a discovery group, come on, because we're going to talk about the good news of Jesus Christ that we have. So we're going to discover God's story through the person and work of Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about how we should respond to that story through the beautiful act of baptism, being buried in the waters and raised to walk in the newness of life. And then we're also going to talk about how we as a church remember that story weekly through something called communion, right? Um, and then we're going to discover a little bit more about our church, our mission, our vision, why we do some of the things that we do, okay? And what does it look like to partner with us in that mission, okay? something we call membership. Week two is all about groups. We're going to talk about getting connected and the importance of the scriptures call us to being connected to each other meaning in meaningful relationships and to be connected in uh, the scriptures. We're going to talk about connection. We're going to help people find groups that are available, help them get plugged in, help them sign up for those groups right away if they haven't already. 
Third, the third week is about service. We're going to talk about our shape and how God has shaped us to serve and what kind of spiritual gifts and what kind of passions and what our personality and our experiences and how God uses all of those things in order to serve. And so we're going to also share opportunities that people may have to serve and may have to um, actually be able to do things, right? And then lastly, we're going to talk about reaching, and we're going to talk about our campaign to reach one. Because even though that was last year's big focus, that campaign hasn't gone. We're still about reaching one. And so we're going to learn how to reach people by sharing that same story of God through the person and work of Jesus. We're going to start, we're going to learn how to begin to pray for those people and make a list of people in our life who need to hear that story that we learned about in week one. And so we're going to begin to come out of that week committed to praying for those people and sharing the love of Jesus with those people. So those are things called discovery groups. Like I said, we're beta testing those things this fall. I will let you know how they work out. I'm really excited about them. I think they're going to be really powerful. Uh, We have some people who have already signed up for it. And if you're watching, if you signed up for it and you're watching, it's a beta test. Give me a little bit of grace because I'm going to throw some things at you. And I'm going to critique them at the end, see what works, what doesn't work. And then we're going to continue on from there. So I'm very excited about those things. Anyways, I'm going to sort of wrap up this um, podcast because um, I've left you long enough. And I could spend a lot longer time talking about groups. But anyways, I'm glad you took the time to join me. What I want to encourage you to do right now, go to Galilee.org. Click on the Galilee Connect tab or the Connect tab. Let that pull up Galilee Connect. If you're not already in a group, whether it's Sunday morning, if you're in a Sunday morning group, fantastic. Um, If you've already signed up for one of our other groups, fantastic. But if you haven't, um, I want to invite you to go right now. Uh, Go look at those. Try to find it. See if there's a group for you, right? See if there's a group that um, fits your schedule and that you want to try. Um, Let me say this. If you're a member of our church, you don't see a group maybe that works for you, please contact me, joey at galley.org. I want to help you get that group started, help you find a way, because you can. We can start a group. It's, it's not, these are not the be-all, end-alls. We're going to be starting groups all the time, so let's do that. So get to me with that. And also, if you're someone who's new in our church, and I want to thank you for taking the time to watch or listen to this podcast, whichever one you're doing, if you want to do that, I want to invite you to please, um, you can also sign up for one of my discovery groups through our same link that I will post in the description below and I'll be sharing uh, on our social media platforms to be able to sign up for groups. You can also sign up for discovery group there as well if you haven't already received an email from me inviting you to sign up. So those are it. I want to thank you for joining me on another week of the Galley podcast. Um, I'm excited to be back I'm working on some new, thinking through some new content. Always reach out to me, Joey at Doug. Galley.org. Leave a comment or a thought below if you're watching this online. Uh, If you've got any questions or concerns, I am available. I want to make sure that everything is clear and I don't want anybody to feel like, um, you know, uh, I want anybody to get the wrong idea. So if I can help clarify anything, again, please reach out to me and I will see you next week here again on the Galley Podcast. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining me for another edition of the Galley Podcast. 
If you like what you heard and would like to stay up to date with every new episode, then hit the subscribe button now. The Galley Podcast is a ministry of Galley Christian Church in Jefferson, Georgia. For more information, please go to galley.org. And I will see you back here again next week for another edition of the Galley Podcast.